Good evening, everybody. Good Monday evening, and welcome to a very special Monday night edition of Critical Conversations. I'm excited about tonight's discussion. I am going to be introducing to some and presenting to others social media mogul, influencer, model, speaker, CEO, Romikia Brown. She's my favorite model. And I am going to tell you how and why I reached out to her. I'm so glad that she accepted the invitation. So are y'all ready? Y'all better tag, share, and let's, let's get this thing going. All right, let's go. What is a critical conversation? Well, besides it being a conversation that needs to be had, a critical conversation also reveals important context, not only about ourselves, but other people in the larger world around us. These conversations educate as well as edify, heal, and entertain. Joy Latanya Harris Good, and she engages in critical conversations. Hello, everybody. This is LHG. I am just coming to let you know that I am an independent paparazzi jewelry consultant. You didn't know that, did you? Well, now you know. So I would love to be your personal jewelry lady. Paparazzi is an amazing company. We sell nickel and lead free jewelry. We are known for our $5 bling, but you just need to know there is an exclusive Z collection that's $25. It's the bling of all bling. When you're really going out of the town and you want to show up absolutely fabulous. So we have items for women, for men, and for young fashionistas out there. We don't discriminate. If you need it, I'm sure we got it. You have the opportunity to follow my page on Facebook called Polished on Purpose, a VIP group. Follow my personal page, Katanya Harris Gooden. And I have my own website that is at your disposal 24-7. So many ways to shop. So let me be the one that makes sure you are accessorized the way you should be. Because I want you to be published on purpose. My mentor always tells me, when you show up, people are checking you out. They're watching you. So why not be polished, be poised, be purposeful? Thank you again for joining me tonight. This is an exciting evening. Yes, I am an independent paparazzi consultant. I always come on here with some kind of jewelry. And I need you all to know that this month is November. It is Customer Appreciation Month. And we have some great promotions going on. You can become a consultant for $20. Yep, you heard me right. $20. Two tens, what, four fives, and 20 singles. Yes, you can become a consultant like me and make up to 45% commission, have a great time, meet great people, learn about marketing, advertising, accessories, and just have a great time. I've been doing this for three years. I've had a wonderful experience. I'm so excited to invite you on board. And every online qualifying order for 35 bucks or more gets you a free piece. Yes. So welcome again. I'm going to get my prayer going and I'm going to introduce to you my guest. I am elated that she responded to me. We're reading a book called Girl Mogul in our book club. Shout out to the Girl Chat Weekly Book Club. And in this book, it gave us a homework assignment to reach out to someone we admire. And I chose my guest. And little did I know that she would respond to me quickly and say yes to coming on. So that just goes to show everybody, if you have a little confidence, and just say, hey, here I am, and let God do the rest. So let's pray, and I'm going to bring my guest up. Father, in the name of Jesus, oh, how I love you. Oh, how I praise you. Thank you for the gift of a brand new day. Today was a wonderful day. It wasn't a day without snacks. It had challenges. It had issues. But I thank you because you are with me, and you allowed me to maneuver around, through, over, under, each one. You said you would never leave us nor forsake us, and you are the ultimate promise keeper. So God, I ask you to bless my sister, Romikia Brown, for her sacrifice of time of coming on my show today and sharing with us her business, her, her modeling, her mantra of I choose me, 
what you have given her, your anointing that you've given her to walk in in this earth. I thank you and I ask you to bless her even the more. If she has 200,000 followers, make it a million by tomorrow in Jesus name. I just thank you, God, because she's been so gracious and sweet. So I want you to bless her 100 fold for even coming on. And for everyone who comes in contact with tonight's show, be it live or be it by replay, bless them and let something be said or done that helps them to just keep going, that gives them just the confidence to know that they can do whatever it is that they want to do through you because there is nothing impossible with you, Lord. So I thank you again for the platform, for the opportunity. I give you praise and honor. Amen. So ladies and gentlemen, since we got ladies and men coming through here tonight, I am going to introduce you to my new sister. She's beautiful. She's amazing. And we get to learn together about how she began her business, her modeling, and learn about her life. I bring to the stage none other than social media mogul, Romikia Brown. Hey, sis. Yes. Hi. I am so grateful. I am so grateful you're here. And to everyone, we are working through a little bit of an echo. So bear with us as we kind of tag team. I'm grateful to have you here. I want to let people know how I came across you on Facebook. I saw you doing your modeling and I said, wow, she is beautiful. And she exudes such confidence. And me being a plus size chocolate woman myself and growing up in an era where I was bullied, you know, people didn't appreciate um, me for being who I was. I didn't bother anybody, but I grew up in a time where, where children were cruel. And from what I see, they still can be cruel. And I was different. I was large. I was chocolate. I had a whole Jerry girl. I was a nerd. I had all these things going on and people, children just chose to, to bully me. And I have had to forgive over the years, but bullying does affect you down through the years. I came across you and the way you just carry yourself with such class, confidence, dignity. I was mesmerized. I said to myself, that's what I want to do. I want to be comfortable in the skin that I'm in. I want to be able to exude the confidence God gave me because I believe he's given us all a measure of greatness, a seed of greatness that we can all cultivate. I was absolutely amazed at just what you exude through social media. And I thank you for being here. I want to start by uh, talking about your home life. It says you were born and raised in Mississippi. So I'm going to give you the floor to introduce yourself and just tell us about what life was like growing up for you. And then we're going to build up to what you do now. Hi, everybody. My name is Ramikia Brown. Um, um, like she's mentioned, Miss Latonya mentioned, I am from Mississippi, a small town called Crystal Springs, Mississippi. Um, it's about 25 miles outside of Jackson. Um, so it is a small town, very family oriented town. So <laughs> everybody knows everybody. Um, me, pretty much, I grew up in a religious background dynamic. My father was the assistant to the pastor. My mom was on the, on the ministry of the Urshabor choir and all of it. So I, I have a religious church background. Um, so I, and that's one of the things that I never lost. Um, as far as just growing up, I, I too was a nerd, quiet, nobody knew. I'm not going to say nobody knew who I was, but our family name, everybody knew us by our family name. So um, even now as a whole, like they feel like, oh, them brown girls or brown boys because I'm number four of seven. So, and all of us. <laughs> so um, grew up very close netted with my siblings and everything. And, you know, of course I felt like I was the, 
I'm the middle for me. I feel like I was a middle child. So I felt like I didn't need all that extra attention. I was a, a loner. And but I always tend to get picked on by my cousins or just people at, at school. And then when I really find out that it was kind of traumatizing to me, <laughs> a little of that was traumatizing, even if they, you know, being told that, hey, uh, your mom didn't want you. Mom found you in a garbage can. Your mama threw you away. Like all that stuff was traumatizing. So that's some of the stuff that I am writing in my book that's talking about the my walk and how I became who I am now. So, but yeah, that's a little bit about me. But like you mentioned before, um, I got into modeling in 2017. This is something totally new. I went to school for early childhood education. I taught a year. I taught seven and eight grade. And then um, I lost my job. And then I was like, okay, what am I going to do now? At that particular time, I was married at that point. And then I divorced years later. But however, um, I have a lot of things up under my belt from real estate to uh, just everything. <laughs> So I do a little bit of everything there is in the book. I own my own daycare. I, work, I worked in law enforcement for seven and a half years, um, trucking, everything within. So, yeah, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> awesome. And thank you. I love how you said you grew up in a spiritual home and you never lost that. I feel as though. That's my story. And I know when I was little and young, I'm like, I can't stand going to church every day. I can't wait till I get grown. This is crazy. Wait till I get me a car. Wait till I do this. And look at where I'm at. I still love the Lord. I'm in church whenever I can be there. Because when you're a child, you don't really understand why your family uh, presses you so much to be in church. Uh, for one, it keeps us out of trouble. For two, it establishes a firm foundation. And uh, some people go away when they get grown, they find something else to do. I I can't say church is all I know. Church is, and the Lord, I will say not just church, but being a Christian is all I want to know. I'm not perfect. I'm not without sin. Uh, but as I got older and experienced life and experienced love, experienced heartbreak and experienced loss, I found that it was my upbringing and my spirituality that kept me sane, that kept me grounded, that kept me alive. Um, and I agree with you when you said when people say things to you as a child, I don't know if you realize it, but it is traumatizing. And sometimes those things follow us into our adulthood but i love how you you dabble into different things for mikia because that's that's confidence you weren't put in a box you said i want to try real estate daycare whatever i'm gonna do it and that's what this book we've been reading this girl chat um girl mogul book that i found at the dollar tree girl i found this book at the dollar tree and i decided to start a book club with it and it teaches us about confidence, about not limiting ourselves. Uh, and I always talk about sometimes the corporate America and no shade on the nine to five, but sometimes it's limiting. They want you to stay in one box and act one way and wear black, gray, or blue. Don't come in with red. You know, don't wear you, They want you to be right in this where they where they want you to fit. And a lot of times, I felt, hey, Cousin Kenyatta, thank you for coming through. I felt I didn't fit in that anymore. I knew when my life was taking a turn and a shift to where I the chapter was ending for me in that particular area. And I wanted to branch out and doing podcasting. I wanted to be a news anchor as a kid, Romikia. But back then, the news anchors were size three. They were white or some black, but mostly white. And the African-American ones that they did have were small. They were slender. They had long hair. And I didn't fit that. So I felt discouraged in pursuing my journalism career because 
I knew, or I felt I knew they wouldn't accept me on the screen looking like this. You don't see anybody with on the news with a hair wrap or with big old giant earrings or bright pink lip gloss. You don't see that. So I, I felt I didn't fit, but I knew growing up, I would be in on somebody's screen somewhere. I'm a communicator naturally. I went to school for uh, journalism and broadcasting and I've always, even as a child, been that person. Well, have a time to go and give the speech. Give her the mic. You know, I was always that one I got. She can do it. Yeah, yeah, let her do it. So I knew I would be someplace doing some kind of talking. Lo and behold, I, I was able to join Trailblazers Radio. Shout out to my CEO and, and our crew. And here I am interviewing someone I admire. And I want to talk about your business. I want to start with I Choose Me. The reason why I want to start there is because the book that we are reading speaks a lot about confidence and about paying attention to the God-given talents that we have and not discounting them. We tend to sometimes, some of us, have a lower self-esteem. For me, I have always had it. I'll be honest. Being plus size, I've always had it. Kenyatta, my cousin says she was in, girl, my cousin was in journalism and broadcasting too. That's why we family, girl. We so much alike. It's amazing. But I always had this low self-esteem for Mikia because I felt that even if I stood in front of someone and did what I love, they would be so consumed with my body that they wouldn't pay attention to what I'm saying. They would be so stuck on the visual that they wouldn't open up their heart and their mind to accept me as a person. So I limited myself, even in, in corporate America, I felt myself going to the back. You know, I didn't want anyone to pay attention to my body. I wanted to be the person in the background. However, and no, no, no arrogance here, but because I do communicate decently, people were pulling for me. I, I want Latanya. Where is she at? So I had to come to the front. And then I realized that my love was training. But to train, you got to be in the front of the class. So I'm like, are you serious? I know I love it, but here I am. Okay, I can do this. I can do this. So when I did my first training class, I was like, they're going to be looking at me. I'm like, what am I going to wear? And I, I found my niche, sis, and I miss training even today. I love to help people find their way um, and learn and grow and blossom. But when I heard that your business was called I Choose Me, I gotta have you tell us why you chose that name and what is the basis, the foundation of your business? You on mute. You won't mute, start over. You won't mute, start over. Okay, sorry. <laughs> like, I forgot about <laughs> the whole transaction. <laughs> okay, my business is faith-based. However, like I mentioned before, doing the um, talking about myself, it was basically, I was married at one point. And I went through a rough patch. I went through, I got married at 21. I divorced at about 28, I want to say 28. And I did what most young ladies do. They want to, hey, he got a nice car. He got a nice this. And he looked good. And they looking at the outside, but not really understanding. Like, I knew what I wanted, but he wasn't the man for me. And I had to learn the hard way only because of the decision that I made. It was a decision that I made. Nobody else but Ramikia. I, I, I what they call it, I eloped and went to the courthouse and got married. And it was crazy at first because the marriage thing, the, the, the paperwork didn't go through and we thought we was married for three months. What happened to the paperwork? I don't know. After we saw the judge and signed off on everything, we thought we was married. We went and turned it in and everything. Three months later, we got a call from the county and was like, hey, we never received your paperwork. You guys are not married. I think that was the, that was God speaking like, okay, girl, go. <laughs> go. 
But as bold as I am, I was like, nope. I went and signed them papers again. And that's when my life literally changed. And it didn't change for the better. It went downhill from there. I didn't know my ex-husband had a son. He didn't tell me. All the stuff started coming to, to light. And so it was just so much because he was out there in the streets doing his thing. And he was like, you got a whole wife at home. At this point in time, I was working in law enforcement. He was out there in the streets doing his thing. He loved his boys. I saw it as he loved his boys more than he loved his wife. So it, he would go and lie to his parents on me, about me, and all this type of stuff. And it, it just got so mentally, emotionally, verbal, physically traumatizing abuse and you was like how can you let this happen you in law enforcement well there's only so much i can do it's only so much i can do but then when stuff in the workplace start getting involved then that's when things kind of like took a turn so and then i had enough because i felt like i wasn't feeling loved i felt like i was married but i was lonely in that space so i was trying to figure out like okay let's have a child to make it better i was in that mindset let's have a child to make it feel to make that better and i was like went through the whole process picked out a child everything and it was one more loophole that came through found out that he had papers about child abuse didn't know <laughs> and that was my last resort with my ex-husband and so I was like, you know what? I'm done. I literally plotted my way out, the date, the time, when I was gonna do it, everything. I said, I would not turn 28 and be in this marriage. What happened was I ended up leaving like maybe two weeks because I knew his schedule and how he did because he, he was an alcoholic. He was into drugs. He was, you know, well, he was selling it and all that stuff. So. That's why when people now come to me, young guys come to me, I didn't have all of that. The cars, the houses, I did all that in a young age. It don't look like it. So thank God I don't look like what I've been through. <laughs> so, but this is what comes today. After that divorce, it my divorce finalized September the 29th, 2016. I'll say probably about a month after that. I got a word from God. I thought I had moved out and everything. It was like, it's time for you to move. And I didn't know what I was like. I like nobody did else didn't hear that. And I'm like, you know, when God is speaking to you, he's only you the one that can hear his voice and what he wants you to do. So even though it didn't make sense, and I was like, what I'm gonna where I'm gonna go? I don't know. And so I ended up like Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I started preparing myself for Arizona. So February of 2017, I ended up moving to Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona. And the crazy thing is my brother moved out there two years prior to that, but I didn't know anybody else. So it was still scary. So what I did was I was still working for uh the transportation uh for mississippi department of transportation and i said i was gonna take a two-week vacation i didn't tell them i was moving i just said i'll take a two-week vacation just because if i didn't like it and that see that's that 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 fearful scared and it's okay but at the same time knowing that you don't stick in that same you know thinking strategy and normally when i do things i do bold moves anyway so when I went to Phoenix, I was like, my work, they thinking I'm on vacation. And I'm like, I ain't coming back. I ain't going back. But I ended up staying. And when I got there, I met this photographer. No, I went to this um, because it was different. It was different. When I first moved to Arizona, it was like this burden had lived off of me. And it was like I can breathe because it seemed like when I was in Mississippi, it was hard to breathe. 
I don't know if it was just a burden or whatever, but when I saw those mountains and came into those in the middle of those mountains, it was like <sighs> everything went away. And then a few months later, I ended up seeing something on, I was scanning Facebook, no, uh, Facebook, and it came like to this plus size thing because I didn't see a lot of plus size people in Venice. And so I saw this one woman, it was like some pageant stuff. And I was like, okay, that's different. I'm going to try just to go to this meet and greet to meet somebody that looked like me because it's not too many black people in Arizona. <laughs> so I went, I met a few ladies, and then I still was like, it wasn't an urgency to do it, but it allowed me to be in a different space because I was like you, like you said. I like to be in the background. I don't want to be seen because I had an issue with my way too. I, I didn't like the way I used to look. And so like, I was very curvaceous. I might not have as much stomach that I have now, <laughs> but it's just the fact that I was at this crossroad where God put me in a place, an unfamiliar place. And it talks about the unfamiliar place in the Bible. It talks about the desert, not knowing where you at and all of that good stuff. But then when people's like, you from Mississippi, why you come way out here? Why, how did you end up out here? You in the desert. I was like, yeah, I know. I said, but it's totally different. But it allowed me to be in a place where nobody knew my name. And this is how God works because Everybody knew me as Ramika Brown, but when I created I Choose Me, that's what everybody knew me as out there in Arizona as I Choose Me. Never, nobody really knew my birth name. And God give you a new name once he start, like you start wondering what your purpose is. Your purpose, like, and I was like, I do talk, but like, I do a lot of talking one-on-one. So I, if you see me on my videos, like she don't talk that much. I talk. <laughs> I very much talk. But the thing is, is that I like intentional conversations. I like purple, you know, a, a conversation with a purpose that's going to let and allow people to, you know, learn something and be it, have those aha teachable moments. And so, like I said at the beginning, I'm an educator and that's what I like to do. I like to educate our women and not only that, because I choose me is for everybody. And it's like when you starting a job, I mean, like your business, people like, OK, so what demographic or what you going to use? I'm like, my, I choose me is for everybody. It's for man, woman, boy, girl. So it's kind of like, how can I just not, you know what I'm saying? So what I did here was that I choose me was a self healing journey for me. That's how it started. And so when I started posting about it, people just started following me. They was like, you just do stuff a little bit different. And we see a lot of the other ladies out here just showing like, but I do it in a way where it is class, you know, being classy, being comfortable, but also being able to exude your true natural self. I don't do a lot of makeup. I don't do all that type of stuff to kind of, you know, show my body to show, you know, to get a whole bunch of lights and stuff that that has never been my motive. But to those that I feel like I speak to people, they I really don't have to speak, like literally speak. People will see it as zoo from you without you even saying anything. So and that and that's what I want it to be takeaway but i also use fashion as a tool because that's what capture a lot of people's eye so i use fashion to kind of like you know kind of like hip you on in there but i also use my platform to help women elevate themselves as well like just because we 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 look with a little extra we can still dress ourselves up we can still be classy we can still be conservative we can still be that businesswoman you know even when it comes to the undergarments when you probably see me in bra and panties there's still we can still look you know, sexy, we can still, you know, make ourselves, we don't have to necessarily be sexy for somebody else. We could do it for ourselves and look in the mirror and 
say those uh, affirmations and empower ourselves. So, and that's basically what I, I, I do for the, the self-confidence of our ladies. And it's a lot more to it, but we definitely, <laughs> I think I said enough, but I think you see where, where we going, but it is definitely a self-healing journey. That's why I also started Project She's Hurt, But She Wants to Heal. So it's allowing us to talk about these self-hurt trauma issues where uh, we talking about church hurt, we talking about work hurt, workforce hurt, we talking about friendship, uh, love, and all of that. So it's just much more than just healing from relationships and stuff like that. So that's, that's the next project that I am working on. She's hurt, but she's want to heal, so. That is so powerful. Those of you who just joined us, welcome Starlet Lattimore. Thank you for being in here. Good evening to you. Simone, 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 you in here. Hey, girl. So if for you are, that are just joining, my guest tonight is Romikia Brown. She is a social media influencer on one platform alone, I saw 200,000 followers. That's not even mentioned on her other platforms. She is worldwide. She's amazing. And I want, you said so many good things that I want to talk about, but I want to say one thing that resonated with me, being a plus size woman, there are stereotypes out there that say, we can't be beautiful. We can't be bold. Uh, you mentioned being sexy. That's one word church folks can't stand. What you mean sexy? The devil is a liar. You don't need to be no sexy. Thank you, Simone. Simone says, "Hey, Miss Brown." But it, but let me give. Let me just help you with your mind, religious folks. We we can we can be beautiful and confident. You you can call sexy whatever you want to call it. If you want to call it being a, appealing. Uh, being beautiful, whatever you want to call it. I just feel like as a plus size woman, I had to find my confidence and I'm still on the journey of increasing it. Some days I don't feel it. Can I just be 100% transparent? Some days I wake up in the morning, I look at myself because I have alopecia. So I have lost a lot of hair. Now growing up, I had a head full of hair. When I had my Jerry girl, my hair was long, 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 but over the years and had I had it, it was overprocessed. It's a perm. Jerry curl is a perm, and when you overprocess it, you can lose your hair. So I went from having long hair to having to have like a Tony Braxton cut back in the day, and then I let it grow. And then I did what was called latch hook. Y'all call it crochet now, but it was called latch hook back in the day. So I wore a protective style. Then I started getting into the zillions. And the braids. And if your hair isn't strong, like with alopecia, that can pull at the, the follicles and pull it out. And those braids, as beautiful as they were, I love my braids. They took my hair out on top of having bariatric surgery and not taking my vitamins. So I lost a lot of hair. And then going into a job that was stressful and alopecia is fueled by stress. So if you get stressed out too much, the alopecia flares up. So today I have very little hair. You may see me with little wiglets. I call them Muppets and wiglets. I do different stuff or I do my my, my little bun here. And at first I, I thought that I wasn't feminine wearing my little bun. But somebody in my inbox said, girl, put your bun on because you look 25 years younger without the hair, but put your bun on and your lip gloss. I mean, and I appreciated my sister for telling me that because in our lifetime, we feel like to be a woman, you have to have hair. You have to have certain skin. You have to be a certain size. We have allowed America's standards and society to dictate what beauty looks like. But when I saw you, Romikia, I said, she is absolutely beautiful absolutely beautiful. And I can tell that you didn't care what nobody said. You had this, it was just this confidence that I'm here. I know I'm looking beautiful and the clothing, the colors, the different styles. Let me just tell y'all this, just because you a big woman don't mean you have to wear a muumuu all the time. That'll preach. That'll preach. Because sometimes we feel that our body, we want to hide. 
You're going to hide our body. Yes, Kenyatta. Kenyatta says, you are beautiful, Romikia. She is beautiful. And I want you to go and find her on Facebook, Romikia Brown, and YouTube. Oh, thank you, cousin. I appreciate you. And you are beautiful too. I love you. I want you all to look her up because seeing her model the clothing made me say, I can do that. It's good to have someone that you see that you can say, you know what? I like what she's doing. Dr. Chrissy Lawson is in the building. The area's greatest therapist. We have the same name, except mine is finally I choose me. And that's, I thought about you, Dr. Chrissy. Dr. Chrissy has a Facebook uh, group called Finally I Choose Me. And that's the other reason why I was so interested in this name that I choose me. Please, Kenyatta, look her up, look her up. Because, and you said in your story, sis, when you, when you had to make the decision to get out of that situation with your husband, you chose you. It doesn't mean, it, it doesn't hurt, but it means you chose you in that moment. The mental abuse, the trauma that you were enduring, that was too much and you deserve better. I can relate to that. And sometimes when you choose you, you're going to ruffle some feathers. You're going to make some people angry when you choose yourself. But we need to take a, a, an assessment. Where is my life going? And I am the, in, I'm in the driver's seat. I am the one that's steering. Well, God first, but I, I'm in the seat where God is leading me. I have to make some decisions. Am I choosing everybody else or am I choosing me? And if you want the abundant life that God's word talks about, we got to start choosing ourselves, however that looks. Now you mentioned she's hurt, but she wants to heal. That's a powerful name. That's your newest project. I want to know what that's going to look like. And could we could we know where to find that? Is that going to be a book? Is it going to be a Facebook group? I want to know because you definitely uh, pierced my heart when you said that she's hurt, but she wants to heal. Tell us more about that, sis. Okay. So I fell in love with this. I thought I, I don't know, God sending so many people to me or just random people just up and talk to me all the time. And I'm just, I'm a good listener. So, and, but I am brutally honest when people ask for my opinion. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but God gave me that name because it was, it was, it was this business because I remember going through my healing journey. And like you just mentioned, I was, I was hurt by the situation. However, God helped and led me through it. Um, and I think it's just a conversation that a lot of us as women lack thereof. We we don't talk about it enough. And then as, as as we talk about hurt, the main thing everybody is talking about is relationship-wise. Well, there's much more than just relationship hurt. It's way much more than that. Because just talking to so many women, um, because I'm dedicating this to the women, of course, because it says she, but I'm also gonna do a spin-off for he. So I'm adding to so I'll have a man talking to the guys. I don't want to talk to them. There's only so much I can say. But for the women, I want this to be a retreat um, because this is something new. So it's, of course, it's going to be something small. And um, I want it to be a retreat. I want it to be where you is designed to for you to start. talk. Let's talk about it because I feel like a lot of people are the heart at the heart of like I said, not just relationship, but they, uh, the church hurt. I feel like people are hurt by churches and they don't, they don't know how to discuss it. Um, the traumas of childhood, whatever that looks like, um, all these different hurts. That's what this she's hurt. She wants to heal. And it's like so many of us, they, they know they hurt him, but they want to heal, but they, they don't know how. So what I want to allow this chapter, this group, this journey to have it where it's confidential. I want it to be where, like I said, a retreat. I want it to be 
where I want it to be a big conference, to be honest. I want it to be a conference for for women um, because I am thinking about the podcast as well, just as like we're doing now and bring on ladies to talk about their story to help other women, um, especially like the, the younger generation and stuff, because I know where I was when I was, look, I said I got, to, I got married at 21. <laughs> And we think we have all the answers. So you think about the the life of a, a woman like myself. What what do you do after a divorce? Um, that was some of the things that that you know helped me along the way because a lot of people don't know what to do after they've been with a partner for so long, and they want to know how can you move forward after a divorce. And trust me. Look, sometimes, look, sometimes being alone for a little while is very helpful. It's very helpful for you. Um, you start to, you don't, you don't look, you start to think a whole nother different way. You actually, look, you'll probably do so. You'll probably do much better. <laughs> but when God is ready for you to move forward, he'll bring somebody that supposed to be there in your life. Um, to because every day is not a, a good day. It's not even for me it, as, as confident that I look, you know, every day is not a good day for me, but I still move through it. Thank you, God. I get in that mirror, say my few, my few I am's and, and, and lift my spirit up or either I'll kind of scroll and read a few um, positive uh, passages and stuff like that and move forward. So I don't want nobody to feel like, oh, she's she's always happy all the time. No, I'm not. But I allow my, I don't allow people in my space that's going to try to put that negative vibe in there either. I, 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 I got to have my peace. That's, that's the most important thing when you're going through your healing journey to remove everything that doesn't give you your peace for sure so but yeah so within this she's hurt we're going to be talking about money how to save financial and everything so it's everything in between to get you up and ready to go to move forward in life with a new purpose a new vision to allow you to get the things that you want and also incorporating that spiritual background, allowing what you know, whatever your preference is. I, you know, I know there's so many different religions out there, but they must know that this is definitely a more of a higher power, spiritual led project for sure. <laughs> so it's gonna have some work to bag it up, and we, we look <laughs> to everything that we we was talking about the whole purpose of a woman so if you try if you want to be a wife if you don't want to be a wife if you want to be that mother you want that sister all of this is going to be discussed within she's hurt but she wants to heal thank you sister i love that we have a comment in here kenyetta says no one should be abused. You, we, God's children, are too valuable to let anyone treat us like trash. Ooh, Kenyatta. That speaks volumes going into, um, whether it's church hurt, work hurt, it's all people hurt. It's, it's, it's the fact that there are people in certain places that don't know how to treat people. And they could be doing that because of their own hurt. And it's a, the old cliche, hurt people, hurt people. It's true. When people are hurt, I don't even know if they know. And I probably have hurt people. And I, well, not probably, I have. Let me just say that I have. I've had to apologize. I've had to say to my girlfriends, now, girl, you know, I don't mean no harm when I come hard and aggressive because I have this. This is Mother Goose thing, Romikia. Is this this old? My nickname is Online Church Mother, and because I have this motherly type of you know persona about me, there's an old ninety-year-old church mother who lives inside of me. I can be youthful when I want to, but I have this old-school nature because of how I was brought up and raised by my grandmother. So old school is, is me, old school gospel, old school, whatever, old school morals and values. So when I have friendships, 
I tend to sometimes mother them like you should be doing this. And they'd be like, oh, I am grown, Latanya, uh, LHG. I love you, but back on up. So I have to learn how to harness that. But it's really love. When I love someone, not just romantically, but when I love a friend or a sister, I really do want the best for them. I don't know any other way to love, but from a genuine, authentic place. But when you talk about hurt, many of us, we we harbor that and we isolate because we don't want anyone to know we're sometimes embarrassed about some of the things that we have put ourselves through as women. I was talking to someone that I love dearly and we were talking about relationships. We were talking about people who, who we deal with that probably don't even need to be dealt with. We know they're not great for us, but we're drawn to them for some reason. But why? What's in us? There's a hurt little girl in us that may be drawn to somebody who ain't really for us, but we're still drawn to them for some reason. Something's going on deep down. And what you described with she's hurt and she wants to heal sounds a lot like my girl chat. I'm going to be doing some panel discussions and I want to get you involved in this, Promikia, that talk about, I mentioned money, finances, and I even went to hygiene. When you mentioned foundational garments, because we're seeing a whole lot of stuff jiggling around these streets. And hey, now there's a lot of jiggling going on. So I want us to talk about what looks good in fashion, being able to dress according to our body size and shape. There's pear shape, there's hourglass shape, there's different shapes. So when, and being a model yourself, Ramika, I'm sure you you take the time to to pick what is, you know most most fitting for you and i'm learning how to do that because i have a midsection that i can't stand we got a comment here cousin kenyetta says me too i don't know if she's an old school church mother but somebody's mama keeps showing up <laughs> that's the way i love to not always receive but i'm always trying to help cousin we we are so similar kenyetta it's a lot of jiggling going on in especially in the summertime we putting on these dresses. I don't even know if we got on draws. I don't know if you're going Commando, Rambo, or Terminator 2. But it's a lot going on. And uh, ladies, ladies, come on. I, I just, I want us to, to, to talk about what looks good for our size, our shape. Everything on a hanger in these stores is not meant for you. So when I shop, I know the areas of my body that I, um, I don't want to say cover up, but I don't necessarily want to put publicity on it either. You ain't going to see LHG in no crop top. No, not here and not in heaven either. You ain't going to see that because I know I have a midsection. And as I get older, I'm almost 50. So when weight lays on me, that seems to be where it goes into the middle of me. <laughs> Kenyatta says that anything goes mentality. It's a lie. And we live in an anything goes. And I'm not knocking anybody's confidence. Please know I'm not. But I just think there's a way to wear clothing. My godmother will always say is how you how you wear the clothes makes the difference. You should make the outfit. It, you should wear it to where it's accentuating you and you it, it really exudes your personality. So I know for me, when I go into the stores, Ashley store or whatever, I have to pick through stuff that fits me. I can't have everything tight. I can't do that. And I just learned that I do have a little bit of caboose back there. Um, Y'all going to get these BBLs and CDLs and ABLs, whatever. But um, see, what happened was it started out as... My, this is a strange conversation, but I'm going to say that it, it started out as a real nice caboose. Okay, it's a night. It started out real nice around y'all, but then it go Grand Canyon and English Muffin. And it's like, Bloop. so I, I, I need to do some crunches, some scrunches and some punches to get my caboose rounded out so I can wear some of these dresses. <laughs> but I'm learning how to pick. I like two piece outfits from Mickey. Hey, Tracy. Hey, girl, I like two-piece outfits. One-piece stuff, because I'm a different size at the top than I am at the bottom, Kenyatta. 
that thing started out real good. Like, I'm going to be a good old booty. And it's like, no, I'm not. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> but I'm telling you, two-piece outfits, because I am larger up top and smaller at the bottom. So when, when you do a, a nice top and a bottom, you can pick what size you want at the top and get a different size. Full one-piece outfits, you rarely you will rarely ever see me. But that's me knowing who I am. And even when you when you shop for pants, they tell you what the inseam is. 27 and a half inseam is me. So when I shop, I come on, we're gonna talk about this kind of stuff, ladies. When you're shopping, look at the dimensions of what you're buying. Do they fit your body dimensions? Which means you're gonna have to do some tape measuring sometimes. And see what kind of circumference you're dealing with so you can buy things that accentuate you. I want to get back to one thing you said, Mamikia. You talked about purpose. That's a buzzword for me. Why? Because I was diagnosed with depression. And thank God for therapy. My therapist said, she said, Latanya, what is the opposite of depression? I'm up here thinking like, I don't know. She said purpose. When people are depressed, there's a disconnection from them seeing their purpose. I'm like, wow. Because when I feel down, when I feel unattractive, I feel as though, what am I here for? Um, who's going to watch my podcast? Who's going who's gonna to read my books that I write? Where do I fit in? What's my purpose? But the more you get in tune with God, and you realize that he gave us a purpose, you will start to relinquish that depression. I ain't no doctor, but for me, it started to help me. But I had to get around people that also knew they had a purpose. You can't stay out of depression being around depressed people. So I had to change my, my circle. So Amikia, tell me why purpose is important to you and how did you connect to yours? Tell me that, sis. Okay, for me, my purpose, it connected when I started connecting with other women. And it was like it was using things that happened along my way, which we call it being transparent. And it, I saw how it they was like, dang, your life was something similar to mine. And it helped me. But it, at the same time, I'm like, look, I, I always allow my female followers or fans or ones that talk to me one-on-one allow the look. I'm going to be, I'm going to be real with you. You have to, and then also dealing with forgiveness as well, because that's something that I had to deal with. I had to forgive myself and, you know, uh, to allow myself to say, Hey God, give me a clear vision of my purpose as well. Because sometimes we will hear his voice, but we will try to go in a deviate and try to find something else to do to something in our comfort zone. But that's one thing I have allowed myself to find out that I do very well when I'm uncomfortable. And I, I, I don't know why I still don't question it. I was like, okay, God. And once again, as because I'm still walking in my purpose, I'm still finding out things about myself uh, because every time I, I'm talking to someone, it allows me to see, a, you know, my vision clear every, every time that purpose. So even being on the show tonight is somebody that probably need what are going to be hidden replay in need what we've been talking about the self-confidence um and that's my purpose to help other i think i also did in my write-up to you I, i'm here to serve serve to serve if that made sense most people don't get that and even with my my new job now um, i'm working with clients that are that have behavior and mental health issues and challenges so being working in a group home, working with these individuals, it, it's, it's allowing me to work in my purpose because they have challenges in uh, self-confidence and all their past traumas where family and all the you know different traumas that they have. So it, it's allowing me to help them. So it's not just for what we call regular people. It's for 
everybody once again. So as I'm all these different jobs that I have been working, God is allowing me to walk in the purpose and seeing it from a different perspective. You know, people that are down on their on their beds that they can't do anything for themselves. And I'm having I'm having to feed them, clothe them um, in their everyday life. So imagine them, those people that's going through these challenges and the ones that we can do everything on our own. We don't have to have a person next to us 24 seven. So it is God allowing me to see it from a different a different glass, a different perspective. So, um, and that's and that's what I'm enjoying the most about this this journey. Um, and I think I've mentioned to you that I used to live in Phoenix, six, well, five months ago, but now I'm in Pittsburgh. So that's why I said when I do bold things, <laughs> I do it, and I, I move when God say move. Uh, because sometimes, like you said, it doesn't make sense to us, but things are starting to, you know, come together now, even now, because I don't know nobody out here in Pennsylvania, <laughs> but it's allowing me to network and be with people that need me the most to serve them. So um, that's 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 one of the main purposes. I'm pretty sure there are other things that I could say, but. I don't know if we got enough time for all that, but yeah, but that's the main purpose for me right now. Thank you so much. My CEO is in the building. He says, good evening, good people. Good evening, Fred Beatty, CEO of Trailblazers Radio is in the house. Thank you, sir, for being in here. So here's the thing. You're a public speaker and I want people to know out there um, how to reach you. Uh, in case you ever want her to speak, if you're doing conferences. Yes, Kenyatta, my cousin, she's a Pittsburgh girl. So she says, hey, Pittsburgh. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I want people to know how to reach you. I want them to know all of your platforms, Ramikia, so they can follow you because I've been following you probably for a couple of years now. But I want them to know, and also your website, give them your I Choose Me information and all of your time, your contact. All right, you got the floor. Okay, so you can reach me at I Choose Me, and that's I-C-H-O-O-S-E-M-E-E-E -E 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 on IG. You can also reach me at She's Ready to Heal on ig too because i have multiple platforms so if you need you can always inbox me i pretty much reply back <laughs> um i also my website is getting updated right now it's gonna it's www.ichoosemefirst.org so you'll be able to reach out to me on my website pretty soon it should be almost completed and there um TikTok is i choose me as well and pretty much all my platforms is i choose me you can even google me at ramikia brown and everything about me is going to come up all my content is going to come up um i think that's pretty i think that's pretty much it but i think once my website is going to go everywhere once my website goes up so you'll be able to reach me at i choose me first.org Awesome. awesome. Before we go, I'm going to give you three words. These are the words that were the basis of our book club book. And I want you to give me a couple sentence of, sentences about each one. The first word is community. When you hear community, what, yeah, what do you feel? What do you think? Community. I, I, sisterhood. Sisterhood for me, community. I, I'm here for our ladies. I'm here for everybody, but I'm here to talk. I think the ladies, I think they need me right now. <laughs> community. I feel like customer service, all of that intertwined with each other. So community, sisterhood. Okay. Your next one is commitment. Commitment. Um, for me, commitment is staying true to who you are. Um, 
being committed to your journey, what you're passionate about. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Kenyatta says in the comments, she says, community, I feel that. I felt that too, Kenyatta, because we need each other. I mean, we. I think we 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 don't realize how powerful we are together. When we are looking at each other as competition, we give the enemy so much satisfaction. But when we come together and say, you know what, sis, I'm proud of you. I like what you're doing. And I, I thank you all for those who are in the chat and even you, uh, Ramikia, for even coming on and being here. That means you thought enough of my platform and this station to even be here. Hey, Auntie Diane, good evening to you. That means that's community. You could have been doing anything else, but you are, are here with me. So, yes, I felt that too. Your last word is confidence. <laughs> That's one thing I want, ladies, to know. Be confident in everything that you do. That's how I am able to, you know, start this community. And being able to be committed to these ladies in this community and starting a sisterhood where we are here to enhance one another. It's not a competition. It's I'm here to congratulate you. And if you need any help, if you want to start a business, because just to add on to what you said earlier, I'm here to if you want to shop and you don't know what to do how to shop online because you need those measurements a lot of people don't know that when you purchase in a bra you need to at least shop for a bra twice a, twice a year if you know how to wash them properly they'll last a little longer but however I, i'm i'm that gateway to i can help you to find the, the resources that you need um, not saying I know everything, but because there are a lot of things that I need help with. And I'm pretty sure that the ladies that I connect with, they can help me, too, in this community and being committed to, um, you know, add on to what we are already doing. So I'm here to network as well. So, like I said, just reach out to me. I can answer any questions that you may need. Thank you, sister. I just want to say again. Thank you uh, for responding. Uh, in our book, Girl Mogul, it says, dream it, do it, change the world. I feel you're changing the world. You are blazing the trail for beautiful plus-size women to show their beauty, their intelligence, and resilience. And I want to thank you for that. You are officially a part of my community. And you ain't getting rid of me. You are officially a part of my community. And I thank everybody for joining. I want to bring you back soon. When I do my girl chat panel, you hit on some topics. We're going to talk about, you know, how often you should be shopping for brassiers. Because if you keep washing that thing and it ain't holding you up and you hanging low, swing low, sweet chariot. Listen, you stepping on them things. You step, you stepping on your boobers. That means it's time to get resized, possibly, get you a new brassiere. And you even mentioned knowing how to wash them. They will last longer if you launder them a certain way. A lot of us don't know that. We throw them in there with everything else and say, Lord, let your will be done. And we don't, come on now. And, and I don't know about y'all, but my brassiere is expensive. I can't go up here and just my size and get two for $10. Them things will slap me in the face. So I have to spend good money, Kenyatta. You, you, know, you know your cousin is crazy. We are stepping on these things. Why my back hurt? Why my front hurt? You stepping on your own boo birds, child. That's where that pain come from. So, I mean, and we want to look good in our clothing. We're buying these beautiful garments. And they cost good money. Why wouldn't you spend good money on good foundation to look good in your garments? Okay. I, okay, CEO. Yeah, you you don't have to worry about that. You don't have boobers. But some things us ladies have to deal with. Okay. I'm telling you. I Listen, the Bible says if I be lifted up, 
he wasn't talking about boobers, but I say that scripture can apply to boobs. You lift them things up and he'll draw them in unto you. Lift them boobers up and see once you get some phone calls this week. Hear me. Hear me on tonight. Okay. Lift them boobers up in the name of Jesus. Tighten them straps. That's what it was about me growing up. I didn't realize I can tighten those straps. Tighten those straps up. I ain't saying tighten them too much until you start bleeding. But the, you tighten them things. And, but that's sizing. You got to see how much you need around here. And you got to see what you need in the cup area. See, this this, this my sister for real. We going into these, these topics. So I look forward to bringing you back, Ramikia. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to give you the floor to Kieta. That's what the Bible says. If I be lifted up, lift those things up. If you don't get nothing else out of tonight, lift them up. Glory to God. I'm going to give my guests the final words and then we're going to close out. And what would your final words be to our listeners and viewers, sis? My final word will always be healing from within. And what do I mean by that? You, you heal from within. And I connect that with fashion because if you healing from the inside, look, we're not even going, we, we going, all of it going to work out. Healing from within. That's, that's, that's my ending things for everybody online heal from within i love it that's a word for me as well. thank you everyone for joining us we will be back tomorrow night at eight for girl chat weekly that will be chapters nine and ten of this book so if y'all free we are talking about our passion and we're almost done with our book and then we're gonna take a break for december and start january strong with a new book called killing comparison baby. We getting ready to get free up in here. So thank you again to my guests. Thank you again for all of you in the chat. Please share. Please tag. I've had a wonderful time with my new sister. Now at 830, go over to My Life Has Destiny's page and I'll be giving a, a quick word there uh, and you can join me there. So I want to say good night to everybody. I love you and I'll see you soon. Bye everybody.